Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double Doink. Tonight is January 16th, yes, 2024. <laughs> I forgot the date for a second there. Anyway, it's January 16th, 2024, where myself and Michaela are going to be chatting uh, divisional round um, previews, as well as talking about Super Wild Card Weekend. And Super, it was. It definitely was. It started off hot Saturday. Um, two games on Saturday, we had the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans in the 430 mm-hmm. slot. And this game happened exactly how the fuck I thought it was going to. Houston picks up the dub. They win a playoff game after being the second worst team last mm-hmm. year. Such a big turnaround. Mm-hmm. Shout out to um, D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. For, and obviously CJ Stroud too. But this, like, I... Get, I winning week 18 last week put them mm-hmm. in the perfect position. Like, I picked them to win. But I did not expect them. Like I was watching this game, and I just didn't expect them to explode. Forty-five, set, uh, fourteen. And also, an a big issue that a ton of people had with wanting to pick Houston was their defense, because mm-hmm. their defense has obviously been suspect, um, kind of this year. Um, but like, once obviously, um, Cleveland did go up fourteen ten, but that was in what the beginning of the second that was, quarter exactly so and then they did not turn down and they didn't all. score another point yeah so and then obviously like just the touchdown to um um brevin jordan that 76 yard touchdown um followed by a 37er from dalton and then just like man this team just went. that wasn't even the biggest play you talk about the back-to-back? The back-to-back back pick, pick sixes. sixes. 82 yard by Steven Nelson and 36 by Christian Harris. I was so pumped when I saw that. Because, again, this team, are they the youngest team? No. They, yeah. They, they are, are okay. average-wise, um, the youngest team. If not, Green Bay. But I'm pretty sure yeah, it's the Texans. They're definitely one of the youngest teams. And having their defense do a performance like that, no, obviously um, – like no offense to Jerome Ford, but he's no Nick Chubb. But he had been performing really well in the past weeks, and obviously the Browns had beaten Houston mm-hmm. earlier in the year. But I was not expecting this. And as a Patriots fan, since they aren't in the playoffs, I usually pick a team that I would not hate mm-hmm. for them to win. Mm-hmm. Typically, I go in the NFC, but I don't. I'm not really liking any of the NFC teams this year. So Houston is the team I'm riding with. Detroit. I like Detroit. I really like Detroit. Dan but Campbell. To be and, and CJ Stroud, man, and yeah. Nico Collins. And like this. And Will Anderson Jr. This and... team is just so fun. Like this team is just so fun. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. the results of this week kind of locked up Will Anderson Jr.'s deep uh defensive rookie of the year. Just I, based on how teams are performing. I mean, you got you have two offensive rookie of the year candidates on this team alone. Yeah. And then Obviously, with the defensive, it's just, man, this team was just so fun, and I'm so happy for them. And That's like last year's Jets, mm-hmm. two offensive rookie of the years between Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, but yep. Brees Hall tearing his ACL Obviously. Get, essentially handed it to Garrett Wilson. Exactly, exactly. So, man, that was such a fun game. Up next, the 8.30 slot on Saturday night, we had the Miami Dolphins taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs win this game 26-7. to This is exactly how a lot of people expected it to go. I I had Miami winning this game with the return of Tyreek to Arrowhead. Which is understandable. But I didn't take into account it was going to be negative 30 wind chills. 
I mean, Tyreek did have that touchdown. He had that 50. Five catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. He that is that. not a Tyreek Hill stat It line. is not. Um, but, I mean, like, they hadn't won a game under 40 degrees, and that streak kept going. I just think, mm-hmm. you know, and... And Tua had 199 yards through the air. And he had that interception, so it's just... And the running game wasn't there. Like, it's just, unfortunately, when you have a team like this, and I, I feel like a ton of people have said that, you know, about Miami over the years, is they're great to play at sometimes, mm-hmm. obviously, except for when it's incredibly hot over there in, like, September and stuff. But when they have to go to, like, a Green Bay or they have mm-hmm. to go to a KC or they have to go to... Buffalo. Buffalo. Obviously, now Minnesota is an last indoor year in, stadium. Last year in the playoffs, they had the seven seed. They had to play in Buffalo in the snow mm-hmm. and got smacked around. Mm-hmm. It's The thing is, is football... As much as may- you think that the environment doesn't affect the game, it, really it does. absolutely does. And if you're used to playing in it, you're perfectly fine. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of the times when New England had home field advantage, you don't think of New you don't think of Foxborough, Massachusetts as really being a home field advantage, but it gets fucking cold up here. Yeah, it does. Like this weekend is gonna be in the single digits, mm-hmm. if not below with the wind chill. Mm-hmm. So like and you're used to playing in an environment, it's a lot easier to go somewhere else where it's and warmer. And it's also if you gotta think about it, um there's a lot of like hostile environments too. Mm-hmm. Like Philadelphia is a hostile home field advantage. Buffalo, like we Buffalo just is. Um, Casey, not so much. Casey is more of like a party. Mm-hmm. Um, but like New England, it's brutal mm-hmm. outside, and the fans can get in your face. Exactly, and and like you said, this in game... the last twenty five years, they can get in your face. Yeah. Before that, they had nothing to fucking <laughs> exactly. cheer for. And now, now kind of the same thing. But like you said, like this is kind of what we all expected. Uh, Casey's defense overperformed, in my opinion, for what I thought they would do. Um, Wait, hold on. Yes. We haven't talked about it yet. What? We didn't talk about it on the show last week because it hadn't happened yet. What? Belichick out of New oh. England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Belichick up at a three and bam, bam, bam all within 24 hours. You had Nick Saban retiring yeah. from Alabama. You had Pete Carroll relinquishing his duties as head coach mm-hmm. to become a special advisor. And, Bill and then Belly. also Bill Belichick after 24 years is out of New England. And as of around, it was like noontime today, the, he had interviewed with um, the Falcons, the Falcons, which let's <clears> be honest, <throat> he interviewed the Falcons. They didn't interview him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he, he came out and said after the fact, he's like, I want a project. I want to go somewhere that has talent, but is underdeveloped. And <clears throat> if there's one of those teams, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons is one of those teams. And they are one player away, and that is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Draft a quarterback. Belichick molds them. What's their what's their pick right now? Like seven? It's in eight? the top ten. Certainly. I don't Unless, know. Yeah. I don't know if he falls, but Drake may. The thing is, is Belichick has something. He for all the mistakes that he not mistakes, for all the bad picks he's made in the past at New England, um, Especially with the last two, I would say you think of you look at other quarterbacks. I mean, he really hit with Brissett. Brissett is obviously just based on, excuse me, teams he's been on. He's been kind of a backup, but when he's been thrusted into a starting mm-hmm. role, he's performed really well. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, obviously. Garoppolo brought San Fran to a uh, title uh, game. Exactly, he's injuries is his obvi- is his uh, issue. You have obviously Brady. Mm-hmm. You have Hoyer, who has been a perennial backup, but then you also look at back. You go a little bit further back. Matt Castle. Yeah. 
Matt Castle brought this team to a winning season and just divisional matchups. We just didn't make it to the playoffs. So, and if you, if you remember 2021, Mac Jones, exactly. Obviously Second, uh, rookie season, Mac Jones and then brought we lost, the team to 10 and seven. And then we lost uh, McDaniels and then mm-hmm. things started to go. So yes. And then obviously after that next day, we hired Gerard Mayo as head coach, which I am very excited uh, for, um, but you're not hiring a GM. I'm gonna it's staying internal. I, <clears throat> they said they're thinking about it. It's not official. I am hoping that things. I'm hoping that maybe Mayo says something or someone says something because clearly that hasn't been working recently. Um, and you don't have a defensive genius. Obviously, Mayo is incredible. He's obviously defensive minded. He mm-hmm. was on He's the. He's never defense. had a coordinator role though. So I am just. I'm hoping that something is said because I would prefer a typical GM role. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where it goes. Obviously, if they're talking about it, something Honestly, might be already in the works. If you so. can, if you can grab a current GM that is looking for a new position mm-hmm. that has coaching background, yeah, because then you're going to be able to get a bit of an advisor role situation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So. So I don't that's know. that news. I think that's gonna be really interesting for the next few hey, months. I'm excited. I'll be I'll be honest, the NFL, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, there's gonna be a lot of fucking changes. And I everywhere. I've been saying it this off season uh, when this off season comes, it's gonna be a very, very, very fun and interesting one. Mm-hmm. Especially with the draft coming up as well. Moving on to Sunday, we were supposed to have three games slated, but one did get snowed out, so that yeah. game did get moved to Monday afternoon. So the first game was the 4.30 slot of the Green Bay Packers traveling to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys, and the Packers put up 48 points on the Cowboys. They led this game 27-0. to zip. Yep. In the second quarter. In the second quarter. Now. Shanahan came out and said he started prepping for Green Bay in the second quarter of this game. I am. um, Now, I picked Dallas to win. Mm -hmm. But if y'all listen to the show, and especially last week, I did put the caveat in there that but Dallas could Dallas. Dallas, Dallas. And Dallas, Dallas. Dallas, 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 Honestly, can Merriam-Webster put that in there? Put that in the freaking dictionary? Mm -hmm. Because Dallas is, it's a verb. And that's what they did. I mean, they scored 32 points. So, like, you look at the score, like, and yeah, those were 16 all points. garbage time. Those points. were garbage, empty calories that had absolutely no bearing on the game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. This, I, the defense, we'll talk about another team like this. They were burning them um, through the air and they were burning them on the ground. They couldn't tackle. Mm-hmm. They were getting so confused. And then just shout out to Love. Yeah. He was, he was breaking down that defense. Um, uh, I there was one specific play. I think it was the the tight end. He was open, literally. I think like thirty yards on all side. Like no joke. Like thirty yards, like circumference around him. This this bro was open. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think I think it honestly might have been Brand on his side of the field, or he might have been in the zone or the man or whatever, and he just missed his assignment. That dude was getting cooked. You want to know some wild shit though? Oh God. Jordan Love, 16 for 21, 272, three touchdowns with a 157.3 passer rating. C.J. Stroud, 16 for 21 for 274, three touchdowns and a 157.3 passer rating. That's crazy. 
They had identical fucking games. They were 1.1 points away from a perfect passer rating. So if they only completed like one more pass, that would have been, or maybe a couple more yards or average or higher or whatever. That is, that's crazy. That's weird. The NFL is weird sometimes, man. But I mean like. Both these were technically upsets, even though Houston was the better team. Yeah. No, and I can see. By by standing. Exactly. By record, Cleveland was the better team. They had one more Mm -hmm. win. Yep, and they had beaten them earlier in the season. Yeah, and this, um, Dallas needs a lot of changes need to come to Dallas. Um, yeah, head coach. You have the head coach, but they have a similar thing, like they did in New England, but like kind of a little bit different. Where Belichick was head coach and GM, where Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones is, is owner, owner and, GM. and GM, which I think is honestly even worse because he makes literally he every the, single financial decision that that team handles and most of operations as well. Um, and this man is in his 80s, late 80s. And, you know, there's a lot after the game, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of jokes being thrown around about uh, Jones, about what would have happened in the locker room after the game, um, which, again, shows his age. Um, but, yeah, like there was no Dallas all year. You said he had such a great defense and you did for a portion of it. And you it's go all out, year. We damn boys. And then you choke in the playoffs. And then you go and let you go and let the Green Bay Packers have 48 points on you. Poor babies. Poor, like I'm so excited for what Micah Parsons is gonna say. Just like, just like after we get to another game where their podcast is gonna be very sad to listen to. But fucking Dallas, this is a team that's gonna have so many changes this offseason as well. And Mike McCarthy, you idiot! You lose to the playoffs, but you lose to your former team. Mm-hmm. Come on, fucking idiot! Idiot. Um, <laughs> best game of the weekend probably Rams Lions. 24-23 final for the Lions winning their first playoff, playoff game, game in 30 plus years. Um just and the fanfare and the celebrities that you had at this game cuz you had um Eminem, Eminem Big Sean, Big Sean, Taylor Lautner, um Megatron was there. They were all on the sidelines like this was just uh Bar- Barry Sanders was there? Yeah. Barry Sanders was there. Obviously two all-time great um, Lions, Lions, um, but but another game that Goff was involved in. He wasn't on the offense. He wasn't on the field. But where it and had a really uh, controversial call that was not called mm-hmm. was a potential pass interference on Puka Nakua that wasn't called. Which twenty three points, but Puka Nakua has nine catches and one hundred and eighty one yards. This man was never covered. No. I mean, and this we, man stayed open, and we said this about he was a seven eleven. He's open twenty four seven. Wait, so now I'm thinking like, is Puka gonna win offensive rookie? Uh, no, CJ Stroud. You really one hundred percent. Yeah, because Puka missed time. He missed a oh, little bit that's of time. True, he was and, injured. That's and right. when he had slow games, it's because Cup had bigger games. He was not consistently strong. You the reason correct. that um, the Texans lost a couple of games was because Stroud, Stroud was missed two injured. games. Yep. He was injured. Um, with a head injury. Very true. Yeah. But but still, don't. That is a, not there's a difference. There's a difference from being a fifth round pickup or third round, fourth, whatever round he was, pickup, mm-hmm. and have a really good receiving season. You break the record. Yeah. But you take the literal second worst team to a division title nope. and, and win a playoff game with yep. a brand new head coach. I think true. the I think the resume speaks for itself. Very true. Agreed. 
don't get me wrong, it could absolutely be a flip of a coin. Yeah. Fuck it, give CJ Stroud the MVP. <laughs> it's mean, going to Lamar. We it's, know it's going to yeah, Lamar. Exactly, I was going to say. <laughs> but, I mean, And this man is, almost wasn't a Raven at the beginning of the year. Which was so, like, we say that this offseason is going to be crazy, but, like, you look at back in the past couple of months with some of the crazy shit that's happened, yeah, this man could have easily been on a different team or, like, got pushed himself out of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this was a... One we of almost the, had Tyler Huntley leading the Ravens. Which and he's not bad. He clear they clearly wouldn't have been first in the AFC, but he's not bad. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm happy that this game was as competitive as it was because there was a lot of blowouts. Yeah, it so. was really really good. They held it at the end though. Exactly. Moving to Monday afternoon, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Highmark Snow Stadium. Yep. Uh, to take on the Buffalo Bills, the Bills win this game, 31 to 17. Josh Allen is an absolute nut job. This man, I saw a funny He rushed tweet. for 52-yard touchdown. And um, did you see the little hezzy that he did? He yeah. He kind of like went one direction. This man, I saw a funny tweet where like, um, they're like, what is Josh Allen thinking whenever he goes on those runs? He's not. He's just going. Like, someone was like, oh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head. It was so funny, but it was like. You ever see the uh, cop run in uh, Cloudy with a Chance to Meatballs? That's Josh Allen. Man on a mission. That's Josh Allen. Or like you look at something, you're like, there's no thoughts going on inside that head. <laughs> yeah. But hey, this man works and he had a game and guess what? He didn't have a turnover. A yeah. And and look what happened. I think the score is a little bit closer than it looks because they were up t- uh, they were up 21. 21 zip. So. Um, it was 21-7 going into the half and then it kind of leveled out. Yeah. But, but I mean, you, you win 21-7. And then you have the same exact quarter three and quarter four. Exactly. So it doesn't matter at that point. You still win by fourteen points. Exactly. So I mean, they were really dominant on the ground. You had James Cook cooking, um, and then I mean, on the other side, it's just no offense to Mason Rudolph, but you're not. I'm not looking at you like you're a like you're. A, a Josh Allen or a CJ Stroud or even a Joe Flacco, like a, he is a backup. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's they got a lot of help to get into the playoffs. Yeah, um, and obviously they're away, so I think we all expected this. But you know, I mean, we'll see. This team might have a lot of changes mm-hmm. going into next year too, especially maybe at the wide receiver position. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think a score that everyone was expecting. Yep, and everyone also expected this. Yes, Josh. It's Monday Night Football. Philadelphia yes. Eagles traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. The Bucs win 32-9. to Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. I but. don't. Sirianni's going to get fired. Yeah. With a falling from grace, going into your bye week, you are 8-1. Mm-hmm. You are top of the NFL. Not even the NFC. The NFL. And you come out, and you proceed to go three and six. Now, I'd understand you go six losses, and you have big games against KC, Buffalo, Mm -hmm. Baltimore, San Fran, Dallas, and Dallas. Okay, I could take that. You lost games to the New York Giants, to the Seattle Seahawks, Mm -hmm. to the Arizona Cardinals. Let me repeat that. The Arizona fucking Cardinals... And then in your wild card game, which you could fucking win against the 9-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
and you let them put up 32 points on you. You lost this game in the first, first. quarter. Yeah. <clears throat> um. You can't even pull off the fucking brotherly shove. Come the fuck on. Yeah. The one. I mean, the very. That's at the few one times. yard line for a two point conversion that puts you within six points, with five points rather. And you know what? I feel like watching this game, the offense obviously didn't perform. I mean, Devontae went off. Don't get me wrong. You don't have AJ, but that's not an excuse. I. That's why I like. Obviously, the offense only scored nine, but my issue is not with them. My issue is with the defense. We don't know how to fucking tackle. The Mitt Bradbury. Get the fuck. He's he should have left after the Super Bowl. I think it I was, was on the train of get rid of Bradbury, send him. I think there were three scoring plays that he was directly involved in where he had a tackle. Well, no, I think two were scoring <laughs> plays and one was like for a first down, and he just completely like it was like they were trying to play flag football. Like they were just like they were playing grasping. fucking Sims. Yeah, they were running up to him and not doing anything. Exactly, and the amount of times Rashad White could have been tackled behind the line of gain behind the line of scrimmage, yep. and you let him get two yards past the line of gain. Mm-hmm. So, but again... Come on, guys. We've discussed this all year with the changes to the coordinators. And who is on your defense? Who is calling... Who is making... Who's calling plays and who? It is- should have been Brian Johnson the whole year, but you decide, oh, we lost a couple games. We got to flip this. Let's put Matt Patricia in front of it. He is washed up. He is bad. Ever since he left New England, I honestly think I honestly think his stint as a head coach in Detroit made him like worse. And then you bring him back as an OC with Joe Judge, mm-hmm. and you ruin an Alabama quarterback in Mac Jones. So, um, I'm hoping. I, I think your team, and we've been saying this, is going to be a lot of changes. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna run down the list right now. Yeah. Travis, uh, Jason Kelsey announced his retirement today. Yes. We have a new center. A.J. Brown's contract is up. DeAndre Swift's contract's up. Devontae Smith, we still have him. He's still on a rookie deal, but mm-hmm. this is his fourth year. If we don't turn it the fuck around, Devontae Smith will find a new team in year five. Yep. Jalen Hurts, we just signed to a massive deal. We don't have to worry about him. Mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard, we still have signed on. Not worried about him. <sighs> Defensive line. BG. He's talking about wanting to come back for one more year, but he doesn't know if he has it in the tank. Mm-hmm. Fletcher's been in the year, the league for eleven years. That man's getting hurt. Yep, a lot. He might call it a career. Mm-hmm. He might hang up the cleats. Our secondary is an absolute laughing stock. Yeah, and this is with names like Darius Slay, Reed Blankenship. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. He didn't play. Yeah. Avante Maddox. You had C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's putting up magical numbers in Detroit. You let him walk, but you hold on to James Bradbury. And I put I put fucking emphasis on the word, hold on to James <laughs> Bradbury. Yeah. Yeah. I think... You need to clean fucking house. I think your defense almost... I don't want Sirianni gone. Don't get me wrong. I don't put this all on him. No, and there's blame to be given at every single position. Yeah. Head coach, OC, DC, assistants. Mm-hmm. Fucking throw some at Jeff Laurie. Yeah. Throw some at Howie Roseman. Yeah. Throw some at Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, there's going to be. You knew that Dallas was going to beat Washington. 
Mm-hmm. You knew it. It's inevitable. Don't start Jalen. Don't start Kelsey. Don't, don't start, start Literally, AJ. don't start anyone. Don't start Devonta. Don't let your guys get hurt. We lost Sidney Brown, Reed Blankenship, AJ Brown for that game. Jalen Hurts came in hurt. And and he was hurt. You could see it. And Devonte didn't play because he had an ankle injury, so he was rested. He was ready to come in. Mm-hmm. But your wide receiver core at that point is Deon- uh, Devonte Smith, Quez Watkins, and Olamide Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you think you're going to get there. Yeah. I've been calling for a week one exit. You have, and it happened. When I tell you that I turned this game off at halftime and I said, great season, boys, click, I knew we weren't winning this game. Yeah. I'd have been shocked if I woke up and we had won it. I would have had to watch replays and figure out how the fuck we pulled it off. Mm-hmm. This game was a joke. Yeah. This Eagles team turned into a laughing stock of the National Football League. I mean. And the Dallas Cowboys just got eliminated <laughs> by the Green Bay Packers the night before. Yeah. But the Green Bay Packers are a lot better of a team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Agreed. You allow Baker Mayfield to get his second career playoff win, which is more than the Browns. In the past, what? And the Browns gave him. Baker gave the Browns one of them. Exactly. Which was their only one in the last X amount of years. Exactly, yeah. That's, like I said, I think my major issue with this team, because your offense, you come back, you get healthy. You keep you retain some players. I think your offense can get back up there. It's this the team defense. was in the Super Bowl. This team, team was in the Super Bowl less than a year ago. Fifteen minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. You were one play away from winning the Super Bowl. Because if that holding call doesn't go, that's not a field goal. They kick you a, can't. They will. They attempt a field goal. They either make it to tie. I'm at sorry. Um, to go down by one. Make it to go down by one, or they miss it, and you guys. So you know, like you said, or by four, whatever it was. Exactly. So. It's just there was something happened. Something happened in that week 12, week 11 range. Now, I don't know what it is. I'm not a fan of them, so I don't follow them, obviously, like you do. But something happened there, and it completely, like, just something happened in their brains. Dom. You really think it was that, oh, well, with the whole he sideline, is, you think it kind of, like, put a cloud over him? I think it put a negative cloud over the sideline of the Eagles, mm-hmm. and... They lost all their confidence in that game. They were already losing by a lot. They got blown out in that game. Which game was that again? That was San Francisco. Okay, San Francisco. Oh. And then they go to Dallas. They get blown out again. And then they expect, okay, two big big losses were currently 11 and Mm 3, or 10 and 3. We can make it up. And then for some reason, we just lose all morale because after the Dallas game was when Matt Patricia took over for Brian Johnson. What happened in that game? We gave up a last-minute touchdown to JSN. Yep. What happened in the next game? We played New York in Philly on Christmas. We win that football game. Yes. Eagles win on Christmas. That happens a lot. <laughs> we lost last year, but anyway. Because um, that was Dallas and Dallas with yeah. Gardner Minshew at the helm. I don't count this as a loss. <laughs> that was a Gardner Minshew moment. Anyway, then we... Come back and we're like, awesome. We're back in our winning ways. We're 11 and, uh, 11 and 4, 11 and 3, whatever we were at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, we got Arizona. Underestimate the shit out of them. We're 11 and 5. 
Okay. We got a chance to win the division here. We got a chance to to have home field all up until San Francisco. Yep. Let's start our guys. At the moment that you see Dallas start pulling ahead, pull your guys. Yes, I know you did it in the middle of the game, but that was after Jalen and AJ got hurt. Exactly. And you left Reed and Sydney in. Mm-hmm. Sydney, I get he's a rookie, but he had a game-saving pick six, 99 yards the week before against, or week two weeks before against the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. He's an important piece. Reed Blankenship arguably has been your best safety all year. He goes out with a uh, groin injury. You know he's not going to play in wildcard week one. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Yeah, it's. I've been saying this to you privately, Meredith privately. I'm so ready for football season to be over. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm not saying, so the Patriots had a 20-year dynasty of winning. I know losing sucks now. But you've had a couple years of it. Yeah. <laughs> not this bad, but we've been expecting it. <laughs> And yeah, I don't. The Eagles were in the fucking Super Bowl People, last year. Exactly. You and guys we were, were you we guys were eleven and one. You guys were tra- like you guys were on such an upward trajectory, and then we just fall off the face of the earth. The thing is, is I agree that obviously this entire season wasn't a wash because you guys were so great for thirteen weeks, and then just something happened, and I think maybe that that can be rectified. But you guys have a history of letting players go, letting coaches go. You got rid of Doug Peterson. We got rid of Doug Peterson the year after he won us the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So like we brought in a <clears throat> offensive assistant in Nick Sirianni. So like I'm not saying that you guys will get rid of him, but if he if if he does go, it really wouldn't surprise That's three me. Years. Man's been the head coach for three years. And I agree. And, and you and he went and it's, first I, year and like he got better every year. Except I understand for this one, I understand so. when you fire a head coach if they come in and you play decently, you get a, a wild card spot, you just missed the wild card and then they fall off the next year. Mm-hmm. This man brought you to a wild card in his first year mm-hmm. with a second year Jalen Hurts, first year at the helm, and you lose to Brady. Then the next year you come in, you're the best team in the National Football League. You go into the Super Bowl and you mm-hmm. barely lose to the Chiefs. Yeah. You barely lose to the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are arguably one of the best teams in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then this year you fall apart at the end of the season. You had a great first half. You fall apart in the second half. Yep. Does that call for Nick Sirianni's job? I don't think so. But it's Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying. You guys have you have a history. If I, if I see a headline by the end of the this week. Days? By the end of this week. People were holding up signs that said "Fire Sirianni." Yeah, there, I remember. I did see. I think it was on Instagram. Someone threw or fucking popcorn at the man. Yeah, there was a there was a funny sign. It was a really funny sign. It had it was had something to do with his name, and I just can't remember. But no, that's what like your guys' fan base, your history of making decisions, and just like your team in general. I would hate for it because Dave has said it. Other like we've all said it. Like you got to give a coach three to four years, especially when there has been success or if you're on a really bad team and you just, you need a couple years to build it up because you can't do it. Sometimes you can't do it in one or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it would be, I think it would be frustrating if they got rid of him. But again, if it did happen, it wouldn't be that surprising. So like you said, we'll see in the next couple of weeks with yeah. what happens. So I don't think it will, but you know, who the fuck knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, records after this week, uh, Michaela was at 5-1, and one, only mm-hmm. got one wrong, and that was the Dallas game. Yeah, because uh, fuck you, Dallas. Myself, Dave, Tiago, all tied at 4-2. and two. 
Uh, Meredith was at three and three at five hundred. Jen's at six, two and four. Sorry, Jen. Um, divisional round football. I went in order of games. Um, so this is um, Saturday two games, Sunday two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game on Saturday we have the Houston Texans taking on the Baltimore Ravens. I hope I'm wrong with this pick, but I'm going for the record. I'm picking Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith is also picking Baltimore, and Tiago is picking Baltimore. We don't have Dave's picks right now. He's busy. Don't blame him. <laughs> we'll get his. Um, so Jen is picking Baltimore with the rest of you. I'm going with Houston. I am. I hope I'm wrong with my pick. I'm saying it right now. I hope I'm wrong. Um, I don't know. Like like I said, I'm kind of rooting for Houston right now, and I just think they're kind they're kind of on a run. It's their defense. Their <laughs> yeah. defense, What, however good they did against Cleveland, they need to be 10 times better because Baltimore's offense is even more explosive because yeah. you have Zay, you have but Lamar, you also and gotta, you got Odell. But you also got to think about it. Houston's offense put up, so they had 45, take away 14. They put up 31 points it's against the Cleveland Browns. Browns. defense. So that's what I'm saying. It's their, their offense. I'm not so really worried So you should about. be able to put up 45 on the Ravens' defense alone. So we'll see. It's you know it's just it's gonna be a really fun game. Yeah. And oh yeah, absolutely. Really fun game. Um, Saturday night we got the Green Bay Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I want Jordan Love to play well. I like this Green Bay Packers team. I like what they're doing. They're the mm-hmm. first seven seed to win a playoff game. Um, San Francisco is a fucking truck. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiago's taking San Fran. Meredith's riding Jordan Love. She's riding the Green Bay train. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame her yep. at all. Um, yours and Jen's? Uh, Jen is going with San Fran. I am too. You look at what happened last year up until Brock Purdy got hurt in the uh, the championship game. Mm-hmm. They were rocking. I think they're legitimately essentially going to do the same thing. They're kind of... They're Super Bowl bound. I, I think it's very apparent that that team right now is Super Bowl bound. Their defense is just so good, and their offense just has so many weapons. So if Debo isn't having a great game, Ayuk, uh, McCaffrey, and Kittle can have a great game, and and the vice versa. Like you can have two guys not being on, but then still have three other dudes mm-hmm. be on. And so like and you this- got to keep in mind, you got Bosa. you got Chase Young. That defense, man. Um, you got Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. On the offensive line, you got Trent Williams. Come on, man. This, this team is stacked. This team is literally, yeah. It, it, there's no, exactly, you're right. So unfortunately, if you guys can hear that there's a little bit of a difference, um, while we were recording, uh, power went out. Um, so I'm going to quickly rattle off. It's just me. Um, I'm actually back in my apartment now. Um, I'm here too. Meredith in the background. Uh, I'm just going to quickly rattle off the last picks um, for the Sunday game. So the Sunday afternoon game, we have Tampa at Detroit. Uh, I'm taking Detroit. Meredith, Tiago, and Jen are all taking Detroit. Michaela has Tampa winning this game over Detroit. Um, I'm assuming passing the performance against Philadelphia. Um, And then Kansas City at Buffalo. It is pretty much a clean sweep for Buffalo, except for Meredith, who is taking KC. She's riding the Swifty train. Um, which I don't blame her because Casey's been playing really, really good. Obviously, Dave did not provide his picks for this week, unfortunately, yet, uh, but he will be giving us his picks uh, so that way we can move forward. But that does wrap up the episode. I know it's a little bit different ending because obviously I'm in my apartment now and it sounds different, but that's what happens when a power goes out. Welcome to winter in New England. But again, this hat. close enough, you'll maybe hear our kitties jingling. Yes. 
the the cats are here as well. Um, so, go, of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social medias. This has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I've been Meredith. And Bear and Magnolia are here too. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.